Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Faith only appropriates what God has already provided by grace. If grace hasn't provided it, your faith doesn't make God do anything. Once I learned that I already had everything that God was ever going to give me, everything just started coming into place. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Tuesday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. I'm now into my fifth week of teaching on a subject that I've entitled, You've Already Got It. I was told that yesterday I said it was my fourth week. I've already finished four weeks. I'm starting into my fifth week. And I tell you, this is a powerful teaching. Of course, I've already covered a lot of material, so I haven't got time to go back over it. Let me just say that yesterday, I started reading out of the book of Colossians. And Colossians and Ephesians are both written from a perspective that most people don't have. And that's the reason most people aren't experiencing the victory that these scriptures promise is because most people believe that God can do anything, but that He has done nothing and that they have to do something to motivate God and get God to move in their behalf. And that leads to statements like, faith moves God. FAITH DOESN'T MOVE GOD. GOD HAS ALREADY MOVED BY GRACE BEFORE YOU AND I WERE EVER BORN, BEFORE YOU AND I EVER SINNED, BEFORE YOU AND I EVER HAD A NEED, AND GOD HAS ALREADY PROVIDED EVERYTHING THAT HE WILL EVER DO THROUGH JESUS. BY HIS STRIPES YOU WERE HEALED, 1 PETER 2, 24. GOD'S ALREADY DONE IT, AND WHEN YOU GET BORN AGAIN, HE PLACED EVERYTHING THAT HE IS, EVERYTHING THAT HE HAS, EVERYTHING THAT YOU WILL EVER NEED ON THE INSIDE OF YOU, AND IT'S A MATTER OF RELEASING, DRAWING OUT WHAT IS IN YOU INSTEAD OF TRYING TO GET GOD TO GIVE YOU SOMETHING NEW. THAT IS A PARADIGM SHIFT. I EVEN HAD ONE OF MY STUDENTS COME UP AND SAYS, THAT IS A PARA-QUARTER SHIFT. (laughs) JUST TRYING TO EMPHASIZE HOW HUGE THIS SHIFT IN YOUR THINKING IS. AND THESE VERSES THAT I WAS USING YESTERDAY, THIS IS WHAT IT SAYS. LET ME JUST GO BACK IN VERSE 9, COLOSSIANS 1, 9. HE'S PRAYING FOR THEM THAT THEY DESIRE THAT THEY MIGHT BE FILLED WITH THE KNOWLEDGE OF HIS WILL IN ALL WISDOM AND SPIRITUAL UNDERSTANDING. NOT PRAYING THAT THEY WOULD GET SOMETHING NEW, BUT THAT THEY WOULD JUST UNDERSTAND AND HAVE THE KNOWLEDGE OF WHAT GOD HAS ALREADY DONE. IN VERSE 10, THAT WILL CAUSE THEM TO WALK WORTHY OF THE LORD AND ALL PLEASING. IN VERSE 11, THAT WILL STRENGTHEN THEM WHEN YOU UNDERSTAND WHAT HAS ALREADY HAPPENED. AND THEN IN VERSE 12, HE GIVES THANKS UNTO THE FATHER WHICH HATH, PAST TENSE, MADE US MEET. THE WORD MEET HERE MEANS CAPABLE OR ABLE TO PARTAKE OF THE INHERITANCE OF THE SAINTS IN LIGHT. THERE ARE MANY PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM WHO BELIEVE THAT GOD HAS GOOD THINGS FOR YOU, THAT IT IS GOD'S WILL FOR YOU TO BE HEALED AND PROSPEROUS AND JOYFUL AND HAPPY AND PRODUCTIVE. YOU BELIEVE THOSE THINGS, BUT YOU JUST DON'T KNOW HOW TO GET THERE. AND MOST PEOPLE THINK, I'M JUST, I JUST CAN'T DO IT. I JUST, I'M NOT ABLE TO PARTAKE OF IT. THIS SAYS THAT GOD HAS MADE YOU MEET, ABLE, CAPABLE OF PARTAKING. AND IF YOU SAY, BUT I'M NOT, WELL THEN SEE, THAT'S ONE OF THE PROBLEMS RIGHT HERE. YOU DON'T BELIEVE WHAT HE SAYS. YOU'VE ALREADY GOT IT. GOD HAS ALREADY GIVEN YOU EVERYTHING. I PROBABLY WON'T GET TO IT THIS WEEK, BUT NEXT WEEK I'M GOING TO TALK ABOUT THAT YOU'VE ALREADY GOT THE SAME FAITH THAT JESUS HAD. YOU DON'T HAVE A FAITH PROBLEM. 
NOW YOU MAY NOT UNDERSTAND FAITH AND THEREFORE YOU AREN'T USING IT AND USING WHAT YOU'VE GOT, BUT A FRUIT OF THE SPIRIT, GALATIANS CHAPTER 5, VERSE 22 AND 23 SAYS THE FRUIT OF THE SPIRIT IS LOVE, JOY, PEACE, LONG-SUFFERING, GENTLENESS, GOODNESS, FAITH, MEEKNESS, AND TEMPERANCE. FAITH IS ALREADY IN YOU AND NOT AN IMMATURE, WEAK FAITH. YOU HAVE THE FAITH OF THE SON OF GOD ON THE INSIDE OF YOU. I'LL BE TEACHING ON THAT NEXT WEEK. AND SO YOU'VE ALREADY GOT FAITH, BUT YOU HAVE TO UNDERSTAND SOME THINGS. YOU HAVE TO HAVE KNOWLEDGE. YOU KNOW, THE BIBLE SAID, JESUS IS ONE THAT SAID THIS IN JOHN CHAPTER 8, VERSE 32, THAT YOU SHALL KNOW THE TRUTH, AND THE TRUTH SHALL MAKE YOU FREE. UNLESS YOU KNOW THE TRUTH, UNLESS YOU UNDERSTAND THAT YOU'VE ALREADY GOT IT, AND YOU QUIT ASKING GOD TO GIVE YOU SOMETHING THAT YOU'VE ALREADY GOT, AND INSTEAD START BELIEVING THAT YOU'VE GOT IT AND LEARNING HOW TO USE WHAT YOU'VE GOT, WELL, THEN YOU WON'T BE FREE. IT'S ONLY THE TRUTH YOU KNOW THAT MAKES YOU FREE. TRUTH DOESN'T MAKE YOU FREE UNLESS YOU KNOW THAT TRUTH. THAT'S WHAT JESUS SAID IN JOHN 8, 32. SO AGAIN, IT SAYS THAT HE HATH MADE US MEET TO BE PARTAKERS OF THE INHERITANCE OF THE SAINTS IN LIGHT. IN VERSE 13, WHO HATH DELIVERED US FROM THE POWER OF DARKNESS AND HATH TRANSLATED US INTO THE KINGDOM OF HIS DEAR SON, I TALKED ABOUT THIS ON YESTERDAY'S PROGRAM, BUT SO MANY PEOPLE ARE GIVING THE DEVIL WAY TOO MUCH CREDIT. THE DEVIL DOES EXIST. AND I GUARANTEE YOU, IF YOU LET HIM, THE DEVIL WILL EAT YOUR LUNCH AND POP THE BAG. I AM NOT SAYING THAT SATAN IS NOT A FACTOR, BUT HE IS ONLY A FACTOR BECAUSE HE HAS POWER TO DECEIVE. AND IF YOU BELIEVE HIS LIES, AND IF YOU SUBMIT TO HIM AND THINK THAT HE IS STRONGER THAN YOU ARE, WELL, THEN YOU'VE JUST EMPOWERED THE DEVIL. WHEN THE TRUTH IS, GOD GAVE YOU POWER AND AUTHORITY OVER ALL THE WORKS OF THE DEVIL. MAN, THERE'S SO MANY PLACES THAT SAY THAT. I'VE GOT A SEPARATE TEACHING ENTITLED THE AUTHORITY OF THE BELIEVER THAT DEALS WITH THIS, AND IT'LL SHOW YOU THAT SATAN ACTUALLY DIDN'T GET HIS POWER FROM GOD. HE DOESN'T HAVE THIS INTRINSIC THIS POWER THAT'S IN HIM. SATAN'S ONLY POWER IS DECEPTION, AND WHEN YOU YIELD TO HIS LIES AND HIS DECEPTIONS, YOU EMPOWER THE DEVIL. SATAN CAN'T DO ANYTHING TO YOU WITHOUT YOUR CONSENT AND COOPERATION. MAN, THAT IS AWESOME, AND I KNOW THAT I JUST RUBBED A BUNCH OF PEOPLE'S RELIGION THE WRONG WAY, BUT THAT DOESN'T MEAN THAT WHAT I'M SAYING IS WRONG. I ENCOURAGE YOU TO GET THAT TEACHING ON on THE AUTHORITY OF THE BELIEVER. BUT GOING BACK TO COLOSSIANS 1, VERSE 13, HE HATH DELIVERED US FROM THE POWER OF THE DARKNESS. IT'S DONE DEAL, AND HATH TRANSLATED US INTO THE KINGDOM OF HIS DEAR SON. IN VERSE 14, IN WHOM WE HAVE REDEMPTION. THE WORD REDEMPTION, MATTER OF FACT, IT GOES ON TO SAY RIGHT HERE IN THIS VERSE, WE HAVE REDEMPTION THROUGH HIS BLOOD, EVEN THE FORGIVENESS OF SINS. FORGIVENESS OF SINS IS NOT SOMETHING THAT IS AVAILABLE IF YOU DO THINGS, IF YOU ASK JUST RIGHT, NO, WHEN YOU GET BORN AGAIN, YOUR SINS HAVE ALREADY BEEN FORGIVEN, PAST, PRESENT, AND EVEN THE SINS YOU HAVEN'T COMMITTED YET. AND I KNOW THAT THAT IS ONE RADICAL STATEMENT, AND MANY PEOPLE THINK THAT'S HERESY. Uh, THEY SAY, HOW CAN GOD FORGIVE A SIN BEFORE YOU COMMIT IT? IF GOD CAN'T FORGIVE A SIN BEFORE YOU COMMIT IT, THEN YOU CAN'T BE FORGIVEN BECAUSE JESUS DIED FOR YOUR SINS 2,000 YEARS AGO BEFORE YOU HAD EVER COMMITTED ANY. GOD FORGAVE ALL OF YOUR SINS. DOES THIS MEAN THAT WE'RE NOW FREE TO GO LIVE IN SIN? WELL, IT MEANS THAT GOD HAS PAID FOR THEM, BUT IF YOU UNDERSTOOD WHAT GOD HAS DONE, YOU WOULD LIVE HOLIER ACCIDENTALLY ONCE YOU GET A REVELATION OF GOD'S LOVE THAN YOU EVER LIVED ON PURPOSE BEFORE. AND EVEN THOUGH GOD HAS PLACED HIS JUDGMENT AGAINST THE BELIEVER'S SIN, 
UPON JESUS, AND YOU AREN'T GOING TO BE PUNISHED BY GOD FOR YOUR SINS, SATAN WILL GAIN INROAD. WHEN YOU SIN, IT SAYS IN ROMANS CHAPTER 6, VERSE 16, KNOW YE NOT THAT TO WHOM YE YIELD YOURSELVES, SERVANTS TO OBEY, HIS SERVANTS YE ARE TO WHOM YE OBEY, WHETHER OF SIN UNTO DEATH OR OF OBEDIENCE UNTO RIGHTEOUSNESS. IF A CHRISTIAN GOES OUT AND LIVES IN SIN, GOD HAS ALREADY JUDGED THAT SIN. YOU AREN'T GOING TO BE REJECTED BY GOD, BUT YOU JUST GAVE THE DEVIL FREEDOM, DOMINION, AUTHORITY IN YOUR LIFE. AND JOHN CHAPTER 10, VERSE 10 SAYS, THE THIEF, TALKING ABOUT THE DEVIL, COMES ONLY TO STEAL, KILL, AND TO DESTROY. I CAN GUARANTEE YOU, IF YOU GIVE SATAN DOMINION IN YOUR LIFE THROUGH WILLFULLY GOING OUT AND LIVING IN SIN, HE'S GOING TO EAT YOUR LUNCH AND POP THE BAG. BUT GOD HAS ALREADY GIVEN US REDEMPTION, THE FORGIVENESS OF SINS. AND THEN IT GOES ON, AND I'M GOING TO SKIP THROUGH SOME VERSES, BUT I WOULD ENCOURAGE YOU TO JUST READ COLOSSIANS HERE. ALL OF IT IS WRITTEN FROM THIS PERSPECTIVE THAT GOD HAS ALREADY DONE IT. EVERYTHING YOU WILL EVER NEED IS ALREADY ACCOMPLISHED AND IT'S ALREADY IN YOU. AND IT JUST GOES THROUGH AND KEEPS TALKING ABOUT WHAT YOU ALREADY HAVE. LOOK IN VERSE uh, 21. OR LET ME BACK UP TO VERSE 20. IT SAYS, AND HAVING MADE PEACE THROUGH THE BLOOD OF HIS CROSS BY HIM TO RECONCILE ALL THINGS UNTO HIMSELF. BY HIM I SAY WHETHER THEY BE THINGS IN EARTH OR THINGS IN HEAVEN, AND YOU THAT WERE SOMETIMES ALIENATED AND ENEMIES IN YOUR MIND BY WICKED WORKS, YET NOW HATH HE RECONCILED. THIS ISN'T SOMETHING THAT'S GOING TO HAPPEN. A LOT OF PEOPLE BELIEVE THAT WHEN YOU GET SAVED, GOD BASICALLY JUST WRITES IT IN THE LAMB'S BOOK OF LIFE IN HEAVEN, AND SO YOUR FUTURE IN ETERNITY IS SECURED. YOU'RE GOING TO GO TO HEAVEN INSTEAD OF in, TO HELL, BUT IN THIS LIFE, YOU BASICALLY JUST ARE SAVED AND STUCK. YOU MIGHT HAVE YOUR SINS FORGIVEN, BUT YOU'RE STILL A MESS, AND IT'S ALL WHEN WE ALL GET TO HEAVEN. WHAT A DAY THAT'S GOING TO BE. THAT'S WHEN SALVATION REALLY STARTS. THIS IS SAYING THAT NOW HE HATH RECONCILED YOU. HEAVEN'S GOING TO BE A BLAST BECAUSE WE WILL HAVE A GLORIFIED BODY THAT WON'T BE SUBJECT TO THE PAIN, TO THE SICKNESS, TO THE THINGS THAT WE DEAL WITH IN THIS LIFE. OUR MIND IS GOING TO BE COMPLETELY RENEWED. 1 CORINTHIANS 13 SAYS, WE WILL KNOW ALL THINGS EVEN AS ALSO WE ARE KNOWN. SO YOUR BODY AND YOUR SOUL ARE GOING TO BE CHANGED. BUT RIGHT NOW IN YOUR SPIRIT, YOU ARE AS PERFECT AND COMPLETE AND PURE AS YOU WILL EVER BE IN ETERNITY. YOUR SPIRIT IS ALREADY TRANSFORMED. YOU HAVE ALREADY BEEN RECONCILED TO GOD. AND THE SCRIPTURE SAYS, JESUS SAID IN JOHN CHAPTER 4, VERSE 24, THAT GOD IS A SPIRIT, AND THOSE WHO WORSHIP HIM MUST WORSHIP HIM IN SPIRIT AND IN TRUTH. WHEN YOU APPROACH GOD THROUGH YOUR BORN-AGAIN SPIRIT, YOU ALREADY HAVE BEEN RECONCILED. YOU'VE ALREADY GOT EVERYTHING. YOUR SPIRIT'S COMPLETE, AND YOU CAN COME BOLDLY INTO THE VERY THRONE OF GOD. YOU DON'T HAVE TO WAIT UNTIL HEAVEN. WHEN YOU GET TO HEAVEN IS WHEN YOU'RE GOING TO GET A GLORIFIED BODY AND A RENEWED MIND, BUT YOUR SPIRIT IS ALREADY COMPLETE. AND TO THE DEGREE THAT YOU CAN RENEW YOUR MIND AND UNDERSTAND WHAT GOD HAS ALREADY DONE FOR YOU, YOU CAN ENJOY HEAVEN HERE ON THIS EARTH. JESUS EVEN PRAYED AND SAID, THY KINGDOM COME, THY WILL BE DONE ON EARTH AS IT IS IN HEAVEN. YOU DON'T HAVE TO JUST WAIT UNTIL HEAVEN. THAT'S WHEN IT'S GOING TO BE COMPLETE, BUT WE CAN START EXPERIENCING HEAVEN ON EARTH RIGHT HERE. SO IT SAYS IN VERSE 21 THAT HE HATH RECONCILED US. IN VERSE 22, IN THE BODY OF HIS FLESH THROUGH DEATH TO PRESENT YOU HOLY AND UNBLAMABLE AND UNREPROVABLE IN HIS SIGHT. 
NOW THAT IS GOING TO BE COMPLETE IN HEAVEN, SPIRIT, SOUL, AND BODY. BUT RIGHT NOW, IN YOUR SPIRIT, YOU'RE ALREADY COMPLETE. MATTER OF FACT, IT'S GOING TO GO ON AND SAY THIS IN JUST A FEW VERSES OVER HERE IN in THE SECOND CHAPTER, THAT YOU ARE COMPLETE IN HIM. YOUR SPIRIT IS ALREADY COMPLETE. YOUR BODY IS NOT COMPLETE. YOUR SOUL ISN'T COMPLETE, BUT YOUR SPIRIT IS ALREADY COMPLETE IN HIM. AND THEN IT GOES ON TO... LET ME JUST JUMP DOWN HERE. IN VERSE 25, IT SAYS, WHEREOF I AM MADE A MINISTER ACCORDING TO THE DISPENSATION OF GOD, WHICH IS GIVEN TO ME FOR YOU TO FULFILL THE WORD OF GOD, EVEN THE MYSTERY WHICH HATH BEEN HID FROM AGES AND FROM GENERATIONS, BUT NOW IS MADE MANIFEST TO HIS SAINTS, TO WHOM GOD WOULD MAKE KNOWN WHAT IS THE RICHES OF THE GLORY OF THIS MYSTERY AMONG THE GENTILES, WHICH IS CHRIST IN YOU, THE HOPE OF GLORY. IT DIDN'T SAY THAT IN HEAVEN YOU WILL SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER HAVE THIS UNION WITH GOD AND THEN EVERYTHING WILL BE AWESOME. NO, IT SAYS HE'S PRAYING THAT GOD WOULD OPEN UP YOUR EYES AND LET YOU UNDERSTAND THIS MYSTERY THAT CHRIST IS NOW, RIGHT NOW, IN YOU, THE HOPE OF GLORY. YOU KNOW, I DON'T HAVE THE WORDS TO ADEQUATELY EXPLAIN THIS. THIS this HAS TO COME BY REVELATION. I CAN SAY THINGS, BUT MOST PEOPLE ARE JUST CONTROLLED AND DOMINATED BY WHAT THEY SEE, TASTE, HEAR, SMELL, AND FEEL. THEY'RE CONTROLLED ONLY BY THIS PHYSICAL REALM. THEY THINK THAT THIS PHYSICAL WORLD IS ALL THAT REALLY EXISTS. THEY DON'T UNDERSTAND THAT THEY ARE A SPIRIT BEING. IT SAYS IN JAMES CHAPTER 2, VERSE 26, AS THE BODY WITHOUT THE SPIRIT IS DEAD, SO FAITH WITHOUT WORKS IS DEAD ALSO. THE SPIRIT IS WHAT GIVES LIFE TO YOU. THE SPIRIT IS THE LIFE-GIVING PART. THIS BODY IS JUST LIKE A COAT OR SOMETHING. YOU KNOW, I COULD TAKE MY COAT OFF AND THAT THING WILL JUST FALL DOWN. THERE'S NOTHING TO IT. IT ONLY HAS SHAPE. IT ONLY HAS FUNCTION IF I'M... IF IT'S, YOU KNOW, CLOTHING ME. WELL, MY BODY, IT'S JUST... IT'S JUST LIKE A COAT OR SOMETHING. IT'S SOMETHING THAT ALLOWS ME TO EXIST AND TO GET AROUND, BUT IT IS CLOTHING THE REAL ME. THE REAL ME IS A SPIRITUAL BEING. AND IN CHRIST, CHRIST IS IN US. THE HOPE OF GLORY. IN THE SPIRITUAL REALM, GOD ALMIGHTY LIVES ON THE INSIDE OF YOU IF YOU HAVE MADE JESUS YOUR PERSONAL LORD AND SAVIOR. NOW, IF YOU HAVEN'T MADE JESUS YOUR PERSONAL LORD, WELL, THEN CHRIST DOESN'T LIVE IN YOU. HE'S NOT IN EVERYBODY. IT SAYS THAT YOU HAVE TO RECEIVE HIM. IT SAYS IN JOHN CHAPTER 1, TO AS MANY AS RECEIVED HIM, TO THEM GAVE HE POWER TO BECOME THE SONS OF GOD. YOU HAVE TO MAKE JESUS YOUR LORD. ROMANS CHAPTER 10, VERSE 9 SAYS THAT IF YOU WILL CONFESS WITH YOUR MOUTH THE LORD JESUS... THERE'S A LOT INVOLVED IN THAT STATEMENT. FIRST OF ALL, YOU HAVE TO BELIEVE THAT JESUS EXISTED. YOU HAVE TO BELIEVE THAT JESUS WAS THE SON OF GOD, NOT THAT HE WAS JUST ANY MAN, THAT HE WAS A GOOD MAN, AS SOME PEOPLE THINK. IF JESUS WAS JUST A MAN, WELL, THEN HIS LIFE WAS ONLY WORTH THE LIFE OF ONE OTHER PERSON. HE COULDN'T SUBSTITUTE HIS LIFE for, FOR THE ENTIRE WORLD. BUT IF JESUS WAS GOD MANIFEST IN THE FLESH THE WAY THAT THE SCRIPTURE SAYS, WELL, THEN AS GOD WRAPPED IN A HUMAN BODY, HIS WORTH, HIS VALUE WAS WORTH MORE THAN ALL OF THE CREATION THAT HE MADE. SO WHEN HE SACRIFICED HIMSELF AND MADE HIMSELF A SUBSTITUTION FOR OUR PUNISHMENT... THE BIBLE SAYS IN ROMANS CHAPTER 6, VERSE 23, THE WAGES OF SIN IS DEATH. ALL OF US HAVE SINNED AND COME SHORT OF THE GLORY OF GOD, SO THEREFORE ALL OF US DESERVE DEATH. 
JESUS CAME, AND AS GOD, HE TOOK OUR DEATH. HE DIED FOR US AND PUT HIMSELF IN in OUR PLACE AND TOOK THE PUNISHMENT THAT WE DESERVED. AND BECAUSE HE WAS GOD, THEREFORE HIS SACRIFICE PAID FOR YOUR SINS, MY SINS, THE SINS OF THE ENTIRE HUMAN RACE. BUT YOU HAVE TO ACCEPT HIM BY FAITH. AND GOING BACK TO ROMANS 10, 9, IF YOU WILL CONFESS JESUS AS LORD, NOW, THAT DOESN'T MEAN THAT YOU'RE SAYING YOU'LL BE PERFECT, BUT IT DOES MEAN THAT YOU'RE SAYING THAT YOU ARE TURNING YOUR LIFE OVER TO HIM. YOU ARE PUTTING YOUR LIFE IN HIS HANDS. YOU ARE BELIEVING THAT GOD IS GOING TO FORGIVE YOU AND ACCEPT YOU BASED ON WHAT JESUS DID FOR YOU AND NOT WHAT YOU DO FOR HIM. IT DOESN'T MEAN YOU'LL BE PERFECT BECAUSE YOU WON'T BE PERFECT. NOBODY IN THEMSELVES CAN JUST LIVE A PERFECT LIFE. WE HAVE TO RECEIVE THAT FORGIVENESS. BUT IT DOES MEAN THAT YOU ARE WILLING TO SUBMIT YOURSELF AND TO SAY, GOD, I'M NOT TRUSTING MY OWN GOODNESS. I'M NOT STANDING BEFORE YOU BECAUSE OF ANY MERIT OR GOODNESS THAT I HAVE. I'M DOING THIS I'm BECAUSE JESUS, I MAKE HIM MY LORD. I SUBMIT MYSELF TO HIM. SO ROMANS 10, 9, YOU HAVE TO CONFESS WITH YOUR MOUTH THAT JESUS IS LORD AND BELIEVE IN YOUR HEART THAT GOD RAISED HIM FROM THE DEAD. IN OTHER WORDS, YOU HAVE TO PUT JESUS IN A SEPARATE CATEGORY OF JUST BEING A GOOD MAN, A MORAL LEADER, A EXAMPLE. NO, HE WAS GOD THAT DIED FOR US. HE ROSE FROM THE DEAD. JESUS IS ALIVE. AND WHEN YOU DO THAT, WHEN YOU MAKE JESUS YOUR LORD AND BELIEVE IN YOUR HEART THAT GOD RAISED HIM FROM THE DEAD, THE SCRIPTURE THERE IN ROMANS 10, 9 SAYS, YOU SHALL BE SAVED. NOT YOU MIGHT BE, IT SHALL BE DONE. AND THEN THE NEXT VERSE GOES ON TO SAY, FOR WITH THE HEART MAN BELIEVES UNTO RIGHTEOUSNESS, AND WITH THE MOUTH CONFESSION IS MADE UNTO SALVATION. VERSE 13 SAYS, WHOSOEVER BELIEVES ON THE LORD SHALL BE SAVED. AND SO JESUS HAS DONE IT ALL, BUT YOU HAVE TO ACCEPT THIS. FOR THOSE OF YOU WHO HAVE ACCEPTED IT, THEN ALL OF THESE THINGS I'M SAYING ARE TRUE, THAT YOU HAVE BEEN DELIVERED FROM THE POWER OF THE DEVIL. YOU HAVE BEEN TRANSLATED IN THE KINGDOM OF GOD'S DEAR SON. YOU HAVE BEEN MADE MEET, ABLE, CAPABLE TO PARTAKE OF THE INHERITANCE OF THE SAINTS IN LIGHT. YOU HAVE REDEMPTION, THE FORGIVENESS OF SINS, THAT YOU HAVE BEEN RECONCILED UNTO GOD IN VERSE 21. AND ACCORDING TO VERSE 27, COLOSSIANS 1, 27, THAT YOU NOW HAVE CHRIST IN YOU, THE HOPE OF GLORY. THIS ISN'T SOMETHING THAT'S GOING TO HAPPEN WHEN YOU GO TO, YOU KNOW, AFTER YOU DIE IN THIS LIFE AND YOU GO TO HEAVEN. IT MAY BE COMPLETED BODY AND SOUL ADDED TO YOUR SPIRIT, BUT YOUR SPIRIT RIGHT THIS MOMENT IS ALREADY CHANGED AND CHRIST IS IN YOU. HE'S NOT OUT THERE. YOU DON'T HAVE TO PRAY HIM DOWN. PEOPLE WILL SAY THINGS LIKE, OH, GOD, JUST PUT FORTH YOUR, STRETCH FORTH YOUR HAND AND TOUCH THIS PERSON. OH, GOD, COME AND TOUCH ME. YOU'RE ALREADY TOUCHED. YOU CAN'T GET ANY BETTER THAN HAVING GOD ALMIGHTY, JESUS CHRIST LIVING ON THE INSIDE OF YOU. YOU'VE GOT EVERYTHING YOU'LL EVER NEED. WHAT YOU DON'T HAVE IS THE REVELATION OF WHAT YOU'VE GOT. AND THAT'S WHAT ALL OF COLOSSIANS CHAPTER 1 IS PRAYING THAT YOU WOULD GET THE WISDOM, THAT YOU WOULD UNDERSTAND WHAT YOU ALREADY HAVE. AGAIN, EPHESIANS SAYS THESE SAME THINGS. EPHESIANS CHAPTER 1, VERSE 3, THAT YOU'RE ALREADY BLESSED WITH ALL SPIRITUAL BLESSINGS. CHAPTER 1, EPHESIANS 1, 14 THROUGH THE END OF THE CHAPTER, PRAYS THAT YOUR EYES WOULD BE OPENED TO WHAT YOU ALREADY HAVE, THE SAME POWER THAT RAISED JESUS CHRIST FROM THE DEAD. 
GOD ISN'T JUST OUT THERE. IF YOU HAVE MADE HIM YOUR LORD, YOU ARE SAVED, AND CHRIST IS NOW IN YOU. YOU CAN'T GET ANY MORE OF GOD THAN WHAT YOU'VE GOT. PEOPLE WILL OFTEN REFER BACK TO THE OLD TESTAMENT, AND ELIJAH, YOU KNOW, HAD A GREAT MANIFESTATION OF GOD'S POWER IN HIS LIFE, AND ELISHA, HIS SERVANT, CAME ALONG AND ASKED FOR A DOUBLE PORTION, AND HE GOT A DOUBLE PORTION OF WHAT ELIJAH HAD. AND OFTEN YOU'LL HEAR PEOPLE SAY, THIS IS DOUBLE PORTION NIGHT. WE'RE GOING TO PRAY THAT GOD WILL JUST GIVE YOU MORE, THAT GOD WILL INCREASE. NO, YOU CAN'T DO THAT. ELISHA COULD GET A DOUBLE PORTION OF WHAT ELIJAH HAD BECAUSE ELIJAH ONLY HAD A MEASURE OF GOD. BUT EVERY BORN-AGAIN BELIEVER NOW HAS CHRIST, GOD ALMIGHTY, LIVING ON THE INSIDE OF THEM, THE HOPE OF GLORY, AND YOU DIDN'T GET JUST A LITTLE CHRIST. YOU DIDN'T GET JUST A TASTE OF CHRIST. YOU HAVE THE FULLNESS OF THE GODHEAD BODILY. MAN, I'M TALKING AS FAST AS I CAN, BUT I'M NOT GOING TO GET TO IT TODAY. ON ONE OF THE PROGRAMS THIS WEEK, I'LL GET OVER INTO CHAPTER 2 WHERE IT SAYS THAT YOU ARE COMPLETE. THAT MEANS YOU'RE PERFECTED IN THE SPIRIT REALM. YOU'VE ALREADY GOT EVERYTHING YOU COULD EVER NEED. NOW, YOU CAN GET MORE OF CHRIST LIVING THROUGH YOU. YOU CAN RELEASE MORE OF THE ANOINTING THAN YOU HAVE, BUT YOU CAN'T GET MORE THAN WHAT YOU'VE GOT. YOU CAN GET MORE WORKING, BUT THAT'S NOT THROUGH ASKING GOD TO GIVE YOU MORE. IT'S THROUGH RENEWING YOUR MIND TO WHAT YOU ALREADY HAVE AND START OPERATING IN FAITH AND BELIEVING WHAT YOU HAVE INSTEAD OF BEGGING GOD FOR MORE. MAN, WHAT I'M SAYING HERE IS PROFOUND. AND THERE'S NOT ONE OUT OF A THOUSAND CHRISTIANS THAT UNDERSTANDS. AND MAYBE THERE'S SOME THAT HAVE HEARD THIS ABOUT WHO WE ARE IN CHRIST AND WHAT WE HAVE, BUT VERY FEW LIVE IT. MANY PEOPLE MIGHT EVEN BE ABLE TO SAY SOME OF THESE THINGS, BUT ON A PRACTICAL DAY-TO-DAY -day BASIS, WE LOOK AT WHAT WE DON'T HAVE IN OUR PHYSICAL REALM, EITHER OUR FINANCES, our, OUR HEALING. WE HAVE SICKNESS AND WE FOCUS ON THAT. WE FOCUS ON THE PROBLEMS, THE RELATIONAL PROBLEMS, AND MOST OF US LIVE IN THAT REALM. AND IF WE HAVE A PROBLEM, WE SAY, OH, GOD, WOULD YOU PLEASE DO SOMETHING? INSTEAD OF BELIEVING THAT GOD HAS ALREADY DONE IT WHEN YOU GOT BORN AGAIN, HE PUT THAT POWER ON THE INSIDE OF YOU. AND INSTEAD OF USING AND, and TAKING THE AUTHORITY THAT GOD HAS GIVEN YOU, WE COME TO GOD AS A BEGGAR ASKING GOD TO DO SOMETHING AS IF HE HADN'T DONE IT. THE TRUTH IS GOD HAS ALREADY DONE IT. YOU ARE COMPLETE IN HIM. I'VE BEEN REFERRING TO THAT A LOT, BUT THAT'S COLOSSIANS CHAPTER 2, VERSES 9 AND 10. YOU'RE ALREADY COMPLETE. GOD'S ALREADY DONE IT. CHRIST IS IN YOU, THE HOPE OF GLORY. YOU DON'T HAVE TO PRAY HIM DOWN. YOU GOT TO RELEASE HIM THROUGH THE RENEWING OF YOUR MIND. ROMANS CHAPTER 12, VERSE 2. DON'T BE CONFORMED TO THIS WORLD, BUT BE TRANSFORMED BY THE RENEWING OF YOUR MIND THAT YOU MAY PROVE. THE WORD PROVE MEANS TO MAKE MANIFEST OF THE PHYSICAL SENSES THE GOOD, THE ACCEPTABLE, AND THE PERFECT WILL OF GOD. GOD'S ALREADY PUT EVERYTHING IN YOU, BUT YOU HAVE TO RENEW YOUR MIND AND MAKE MANIFEST IN THE PHYSICAL REALM WHAT IS ALREADY MANIFEST IN THE SPIRITUAL REALM. Welcome to the AWM Minute, a quick look at how the friends and partners of Andrew Womack Ministries are equipping Karis Bible College students around the world with the truth of the gospel. Students like Ruth Levi from England. Formerly a Sikh Hindu, Ruth began suffering from demonic torment so severe that she was about to commit suicide. Instead, she called out to Jesus and was instantly set free. Eager to learn more about her Savior, Ruth was then introduced to Karis Walsall not through a friend or advertisement, but through what can only be described as an angel. She said that when you go to Carrie's Bible College, 
the whole ministry, everyone involved in the ministry are there by divine appointment. And the teaching that I'll receive is what was intended by God to be preached all over the world. To check out Ruth's full grace encounter, visit awmi.net today. Before you were even formed in your mother's womb, God already had determined a purpose for your life, a God-given purpose. God has a purpose to train you in what you're called to do, and I tell you, Karis Bible College is the place for that. Man, if you want a life change, come to Karis. Come on to Karis! The next two to three years could be the most powerful time of your life. If you sit under the Word for four hours a day, for five days a week, for two or three years, I guarantee you, you are going to have God speak to you and start revealing purpose to you. Every one of you are created for a purpose. Do you know what that purpose is? So I think the thing that had the biggest impact after we started tuning in with Andrew is the you've already got it. Um, you know, Jesus is not going to come back and take those stripes upon his back again. He's already provided for that. We've already got it. And once that I, I got that solidified, you know, in my heart, things really began to start happening as far as getting answers to prayers, seeing healings through our ministries and that sort of thing. Andrew's complete teaching titled, You've Already Got It, is available in a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. It's also available in a book and study guide in English or Spanish. Each of these products is available for a gift of any amount. Or you can get them in the You've Already Got It package. This package includes the book, the study guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album. This package has a catalog value of $90, but you can get it today for only $60. Andrew's book, You've Already Got It, is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. And we encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book to you free of charge. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. On today's broadcast, Andrew mentioned his teaching, The Believer's Authority. In this series, Andrew brings a fresh perspective to this important spiritual truth that may challenge everything you've been taught. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get this teaching. 
When I went to Men's Advance, just being in the room with lots of men of God is so powerful, you can't help but just feel just the power in the room. That's my favorite thing, the fellowship, to have uh, so many men lift up their hands and praise God. To me, it's that passion that gets reignited. Anytime that you're around a group of guys, man, it's where you have great speakers, men come together, where they get inspired uh, to be the men that God created them to be, husbands, fathers, sons. And it's pretty powerful.